Well, today we're going to be in for a special treat because we have, from Adult and Teen Challenge, we have Anthony, and he's brought some of his friends with him today, and we're going to get to hear about some transformation stories about how our great loving God has just transformed the lives of some young men because of the hope of Christ that they have discovered. And so, Anthony, appreciate you being with us today. I'm going to hand it over to you. Thank you. Good morning. Um, I just want, I would like to send a uh, thank you for our CEO, uh, George Thomas and Dolly Thomas, for our COO, Pastor uh, Floyd Miles, and for our directors, um, Austin and Sarah Bauman, and all the staff and students of Adult and Teen Challenge of Texas. We thank you guys so much for inviting us to come into your homes and to worship with you, uh, to fellowship with you. This means a lot to us that you will open your doors for us, and we just like to say thank you. Um, I have a short presentation that we would like to show you, video, and um, I'll be back with you. My life before Teen Challenge. Before Teen Challenge, I lived a very dark life. I just had no stability, no foundation. I was lost in alcohol addiction, drug addiction. In 1958, a pastor named David Wilkerson felt called to New York to help some young men that were on trial for murder. He left Pennsylvania and went to New York City where these men were on trial. And as he approached the bench, he was thrown out of the courtroom. While he was there, he noticed the great need for the young people in gangs in New York. But his burden was genuine and he was persistent. There were uh, young gang members giving their lives to Christ and really wanting to turn things around. So he felt the need for a place for them to be discipled and trained and mentored. Teen Challenge has grown to over 200 centers in the United States and we're in 90 countries with a thousand centers. So the Lord is really using the ministry of Teen Challenge to change thousands and thousands of people's lives. I was on the streets, in and out of jail, um, living out of the back of a car, gave my daughter up. It was just a very dark time in my life. By the time I was 22, I ended up having to do a prison stint. I did three years, and in there, I tried to find Christ, but I couldn't really find him. I was still lost. Teen Challenge endeavors to provide adults, families, and teens with an effective and comprehensive Christian faith-based solution to life-controlling issues in order that people can become productive members of society. We hope to do that by really putting the message of Jesus in front of people um, that are broken and lost and need help. The difference, or one of the differences between Teen Challenge and like any other rehab or, or secular rehab is the fact that all the leaders, well the majority of the leaders have been through exactly what I've been through. Almost all of my leaders have graduated from Teen Challenge. When, when I came to Teen Challenge, I interpreted it as a Bible jail. It's a place whenever you've hit your rock bottom, or whenever you're looking for those questions and your life has been unmanageable. It's a place where you can come find refuge. When I got here, I realized it was so much more than that. It was total healing. With a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, they can achieve a life that they never ever thought would be possible. They're so much greater than the one they were living. You can get clean out outside of Teen Challenge, of course. We know that God is the one who um, cleans us up, 
but without Teen Challenge, it's so much harder. When someone comes into Teen Challenge, they, they probably um, have never seen so much love before in their life. We have a 12-month program, and it's divided into two separate stages. In the first stage, there's a lot of study, there's a lot of uh, breaking of old habits, learning to develop discipline. They do work uh, around the campus and sometimes in off-campus jobs, but the greatest focus is on learning some biblical foundations for walking in their lives. And as they've been here longer, when they reach their seventh month, they go into our third phase program, which is where they actually get a job out in the community. And that way they've got one foot still in a safe, secure place where they have accountability and another foot learning to sort of step out into the world again. Well, Teen Challenge was definitely the vessel and the catalyst for my relationship with Christ. Well, there's been so much refinement in this program, just like little tiny things to big things. The thing that I notice most about them when they graduate, um, as opposed to when they come in, is the kindness and the love. They don't even look the same. Like you can hold a picture of when they came in to a picture when they graduate, it looks like a different person. We have volunteers come almost on a daily basis and a regular basis who come and pour into our campus. I just remember we had this lady who came in to do parenting class and it really got to me because I realized as she's pouring into us, it's changing my daughter's life. Men come in who do volunteer and they do spend time with the students. That's probably one of the most um, critical things for them. Teen Challenge is funded primarily by individuals and churches, some foundations and corporations, and we also run our own businesses. We have four thrift stores that help to fund the program, and students uh, create beautiful crosses, jewelry, and t-shirts, um, all of which help to support the ministry. We have special events three or four times a year, a banquet, we have a golf tournament, we have a 5K every year in January. All of these things are designed to help us generate funds so that finances does not have to be the deciding factor on whether someone can be admitted into the program or not. We're always looking for volunteers in our thrift stores um, to do work on campus. Um, and really, if someone wants to help, we'll put them to work. I thought there was no way out of my situation. I thought there was no escape, but this program has given me an escape. Teen Challenge is a place where it takes the misfits and it helps them to be fishermen of men. Adult Teen Challenge of Texas hopes to have a presence in every major city in Texas, and we're also hoping to launch more adolescent programs to reach teens when they really need it. Well, we have actually in Texas, for most of the time we've been here, been an adult center, but we are now opening our first adolescent center in Bastrop. Bastrop will be an avenue to where younger adolescents will be able to be ministered to before they come to an, a, a, a later age in life, say 25 or so, that they can get their life turned around and get on the path that God has for them at an earlier age. Teen Challenge means hope, and really it means renewal. If I lost my only child to addiction six years ago, it'll be six years ago tomorrow actually, and I see and from both perspectives what it's like to have addiction in a family and in a life, and it means to me that I can work in a program that is going to help people to not have to experience the loss of a child or any loved one as I experienced. It's the opportunity for freedom 
and to know who I really am and whose I really am and the opportunity to live a life I never thought would be possible for me. Teen Challenge means hope to me. Um, I'm a graduate of Teen Challenge as well as my dad and my sister. God used Teen Challenge to break the cycle of addiction um, in my family. I mean, Teen Challenge means life. Teen Challenge means hope. And Teen Challenge means a new beginning. And my name is Anthony Simpkins, and I'm a graduate of Teen Challenge. Um, this month makes 13 years that I've been with Teen Challenge. Um, I've been through restoration and, and different things like that, but it all been through Teen Challenge. And I wouldn't change it for nothing in the world because I learned more about myself coming through restoration and uh, the Holy Spirit than I thought I ever would. Um, I love Teen Challenge because it's a program that challenges people to think. It challenges people to change the way they think. If we don't change the way we think, then your life will never change. You can't continue to look at yourself as the world says they, they see them. They have to look at themselves the way God say who they are now. And that's who they have to look at themselves and leave that stuff in the past. I would like to go over with you today, today the seemingly overwhelming problem. The problem, and when I say problem, I mean we have a problem. The body of Christ has a problem. I shared with the congregation this morning that um, often when we go out on DATs, which is the drug awareness teams we send in front of Walmarts or different stores to uh, bring awareness to the community and to the families of, uh, about Teen Challenge and what we do, uh, some people don't give us a time of day. They turn their nose up, they walk off because, you see, the problem hadn't hit their doorstep. It hadn't hit their husband. It hadn't hit their wives, you know, uh, their children. So they don't have a problem, but we do have a problem. You see, it's not about denominations. I don't see anywhere in the Bible where it says anything about a Baptist, where it says anything about an AG or a Methodist, but I do see where it says the body of Christ and that Christ is the head of that body. So whatever, what affects you affects me. This is how it's supposed to be. It shouldn't be me and, and my denomination, and that's what I see a lot of today. If you're not uh, credentialed through a certain denomination, then people don't recognize you as a minister or a pastor, and that's sad. That's sad. And I sit back and I, I look at these things, man, and it's heartbreaking of how man-made things have come into the church and separated the church and caused problems, more problems than anything else, because it's not about denomination. But again, we have a problem. The drug and alcohol problem around the world continues to sprout out of control. Every year, an estimated of 1.8 million people die in the U.S. from drug and alcohol-related use and abuse. The emotional pain from family and friends are staggering. 3.5 million Texans needed treatment for a problem related to drugs and alcohol. Now that's 3.5 million Texans. Not the United States, but Texans. So do you see how the youth are being affected by this? We have a problem, church. And we must come, to, come together to combat this problem with the power of the Holy Spirit, with prayer. 
I just got a telephone call yesterday uh, from a parent telling me about one of the students who prematurely left the program and that he relapsed. But come to find out, he just didn't relapse because his, his grandmother passed away, but he, he's been using all along, and he's been lying to his family. He's lying to his mother and father. So th these kind of things are heartbreaking when you hear this because we can present this to them, but we can't force it on them. It's up to them to open up their hearts and allow God to be to do the changing. And they have to be honest with themselves. When you come into uh, adult and teen challenges, it's on you. It's not on mom and dad and, and this person. It's on you. And we turn it back to you every time. That's what it's about. And to see these men not willing to, to, to take these principles that they learn, kingdom principles, and live according to them is heartbreaking. I done got so many telephone calls over the years telling me someone in OD that done come to the program that I was over or, or OD because they refused to come into a program. It's a heart change. It's about the heart. It's a heart change. Adult and teen challenge understands that only God can heal the life of broke, broken by drugs and alcohol abuse. The holistic approach we use not only frees the student from addiction, but it, but it equips them to live a fully successful life, the life God intended for them to live. Adult and Teen Challenge offers targeted assistance to adults, women, children, their families, and also adolescents. <clears throat> right now we have a adolescent boys' centers from the age of 11 through 17 in Bastrop. And that's, I think that's a 25-bed capacity, and they have a waiting list. We just opened a girl adolescent center in Round Rock from the ages of 11 through 17. We have four male centers in Texas from the ages of 18 through 65, and that's one in San Antonio. We're here with you today. We have one in Azel, we have one in Brenham, and we have one in Magnolia. We have two women's centers. One in San Antonio and one is in Houston from the ages of 18 through 65. And we are on the verge of start opening a, a new center in Corpus uh, the early, early next year. And we are on the verge of opening a family and children's center where the parents get to keep their children and not have to turn them over uh, to the government. But they're able to bring them in. And as they receive their healing, their, their children are being taken care of also. We're also opening a daycare that they have some, some place to be taken care of while their mothers go through what they have to go through to receive their healing. Um, we concentrate on five key areas with the students. Addressing destructive habits, healing personal wounds, developing character, life skills, and then once they go into third phase, that's a, that is the re-entry part of the program. So the last five months of being in the program, they can actually go out and get jobs, open a bank account, learn how to go be productive in society again before just jumping back out. And they also have something that they, they don't have to go back to the same places that they come from, but they can relocate. So if we have any business owners in here today and you um, looking to hire some people, we, we got just the people that, that you can hire, and they work hard. They're hard-working men. 
and, it, and it, it helps them, and it also helps the ministry. So just think about that if you're a business owner or if you know anyone. Hi, church. My name is Chase McGuire. I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, the verse I stand on is Galatians 6, 7 through 9. It says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please the flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. And whoever sows to please the spirit, from the spirit reaps eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for in the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Hello, my name's uh, hello, my name is Brody Davis. I'm from San Antonio, Texas. I'm 19 years old, and the verse the verse that I stand on is 1 Timothy 4:12. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. Uh, good morning. Um, my name is Fernando Garcia, 26, from Brownsville, Texas, and one of the many verses I stand on is 1 John 5:4 which says, uh, for everyone who has been born of God has overcome the world, and the victory that has overcome the world is our faith. Morning, church. My name is Michael Mercado. I am from Shirts. Go Buffaloes. <laughs> the verse I stand on is Psalms 23.4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So I'm going to just talk about my testimony here, guys. Um, it goes back to when I was just younger. Like, you know, I, I always believed in God. I grew up in a Catholic home. Um, so, so I always knew that God was real. But uh, my uh, dad, he was uh, military. And so, like, you know, I, even though I knew God was real, like, you know, because of his job, like, you know, we, we were forced to move around a lot. Um, so I never really, like, you know, got, got the ability or got the chance to have, like, you know, long-term friends. And so, like, you know, I always grew up, like, you know, feeling alone. Um, eventually my, that lonesomeness and, and had turned into depression and that depression, uh, had turned into, um, suicidal tendencies, suicidal thoughts. And I had attempted suicide at the age of 17. Um, I should have died right then and there. Like, you know, I, I attempted to hang myself and, and the tree that I, I, um, hung myself on, like, you know, should, it was, it was, it was big. The, the branches were thick. Um, I weighed 110 pounds at that time, and it should have, should have, I should have died. But through the grace of God, He had uh, snapped the tree branch clean in half, like you know, um, like you know. So God bless. But um, I, you would think that I would, I would have like you know turned to God right then and there. But no, like you know, I still wanted to do my own thing. Um, I uh, ended up hanging out with the wrong people, like you know, still feeling alone, still searching for the the feeling of wanting to be wanted um so i hung out with the wrong people wrong friends I ended up having kids at a young age at the age of 18 um and uh i uh ended up getting hooked on methamphetamines and um i was a heavy user um all the way to about four months ago uh, about four months ago i had a heart attack and that that doesn't happen like you know at the age of 25 like you know having a heart attack that's that's unheard of but it did like you know and not just that I died like you know I died uh halfway through the surgery but again through the grace of God God brought me back to life uh just imagine waking up through the surgery it was it was really scary at first um but again you would think that I I'd want to turn to God but again no um I'm a firm believer that um God talks to people in their dreams 
um, after I got to the hospital, I had went and got some more drugs, and I fell asleep. And God, I believe, sent me a dream uh, just telling me or showing me what my kids' lives would be like if I were to have actually died throughout the heart attack. Um, and my kids deserve the best father that I can be. And just like them, I deserve to be the best man that God wants me to be. And so after that dream, I had uh, come up with the money to come into the Adult and Teen Challenge. And since joining the program, um, the relationships that I have burned, including the relationships with my kids, um, has be started to be uh, restored. Like, you know, a few weeks ago, my daughter, she, uh, we were talking on the phone, and she tells me, Daddy, I forgive you. Like, you know, and, and as bittersweet as that was, like, you know, because I should have never put my daughter in a position to forgive me. Like, you know, she's, she loves me, and she's, she can look past just the things that I've done. Um, and this program has, has definitely helped me out a lot. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's helped me, like, you know, restore, uh, restore relationships, and it's also helped me to gain my life back. And it's only through the grace of God. And so I, I love Adult and Teen Challenge, and I'm thankful for it. And next up uh, for his testimony is Fernando. Uh, good morning. Again, my name is Fernando. I'm 26, and... Um, you know, like Michael, we've, uh, a lot of the guys in the program, we've been through similar struggles. I won't spend a whole lot of time uh, talking about all the negative that's happened in my life because I could go on for a pretty good while. Uh, I'm going to focus mostly on the positive that's uh, resulted in my life as uh, uh, through, you know, uh, Jesus Christ shedding his blood on the cross for all of us. Um, I was uh, fighting a losing battle for the last 12 years uh, with myself and addiction. Uh, there was uh, most days I was uh, waking up and the first thing I would do is reach for the bottle before even eating breakfast, brushing my teeth and go to work. So I thought I was doing all right. I had everything that the world calls successful. I had the house, the money, the job, you know, everything was fine in my eyes. So I still I couldn't figure out what was lacking in my heart. I was depressed all the time. I still felt alone, even though I was surrounded by the most loving family. Uh, I was uh, supposed to get married and, uh, you know, the such. Um, but, uh, towards the end, uh, about, you know, about eight months ago, everything kind of just started falling off. I lost, started losing things and, uh, I don't see it so much as a punishment as, uh, what needed to happen for the Lord to bring me to him because there was one day I was, uh, you know, feeling super depressed. I didn't really know how much longer I wanted to live. So I came to church, uh, and thank God for that day. That's when I found out about this program. Uh, they were doing a similar, uh, similar program like this, uh, they were at the church and I got to talking with one of the guys and he shared his testimony and I was like, oh man, you know, I thought it was just me going <laughs> through these things, but it was uh, truly peaceful to find out that there's other people and that there was a solution to my problem and that was Jesus Christ. And ever since coming to the program, I've felt nothing but joy and peace. I've even decided uh, to stay with the program and uh, start uh, the associates program to go into my internship to work with uh, the young men that come into this program because uh, our testimonies are powerful and I believe everybody that's in this program has been called to ministry in one form or another. So I'm only going to return what the Lord has done for me and help plant those seeds into other people's lives. So. I thank you guys for having us, and I'm going to pass it back to Anthony now. Thank you. 
Okay, I would like to go over a day in the life of the men at the center. And the first thing they do, they get up at 5.30 each morning from uh, Monday through Fridays. And the first thing they do is pray. We teach them how to pray. That's, that's so vital in our lives to communicate with God daily, daily. And as I'm talking about prayer, I'm going to have the men to, uh, they're going to come around and pass out some prayer cards. Because we want to pray for you and what you're going through. We want to pray for your families. Um, and we want to, and we need relationships. We just don't want to be here this Sunday, and that's the last time you see us or we see you all. But we would like for the pastors and the, the ministers here um, to come out to the center and to speak to our men. We have chapel service every Thursday night there, and we also have a service on, at 6 o'clock on Sunday evenings. So if you feel led that you, you would like to come out and speak with the men, just I got my card on me. Just give us a call this week sometime, and I'll turn it over to Bob, and he'll sign you up a day to come out. We also need teachers and mentors. I'll let Pastor Reyes know about that as well, and he'll give you a call. But once they finish their prayer, which starts at 625, they go to break at 6 o'clock at 625, they go to breakfast. After they finish their breakfast, they're all assigned chores to clean the inside and outside of the buildings thoroughly. After they finish uh, cleaning the building up real nice, we have a proverb we do each day where the guys will go around the room and read a scripture, and they'll say what that verse means to them. Um, after Proverbs is over with, the guys they either go to class or they go to uh, their work detail, which is maintenance or the admissions office, or they go to um, the development office. Also, we have a wood shop where we, you, you see those crosses and the plaques out there. The men craft those by hand. That's another way, another way that we support our ministry to keep the doors open. The government does not fund us. If the government came in to fund us, they want to take Jesus out of the equation. They want to tell us what we can teach and what we can't teach. And Adult and Teen Challenge of Texas refused to have that. So we will stand on the promises of God and we will trust God to bring us the finance that we need. That's why, it's so, uh, that's why we're so grateful that you all open your doors to us today and let us come in and to fellowship with you all and tell you about Adult and Teen Challenge. We also have a 5K coming up in January, January 25th. So don't be, not everybody at once, you don't have to be that excited about the 5K. I see y'all real excited about this 5K. So the thing about this 5K is it's also you can walk. You don't have to run. So if you want to support us in that way, if you feel led to support us in that way, uh, you can pick up one of these flyers out from the table, or you can just give us a call and ask for the development office and uh, walk you through the process of that. Um, an another way of supporting the ministry is uh, my favorite way is through a sponsorship. So we have a video that we would like to show you, and then after that we have a skit for you. Adult and Teen Challenge of Texas is a Christian drug and alcohol recovery program for men, women, families, and teens that God is using to transform lives. The first drug I got introduced to was cocaine, actually, um, and that led to marijuana. It did progress very fast from the age of 16 to 18. And by the end of that graduation, 
I was physically addicted to sedatives, uh, your benzodiazepines, any of your prescription pills, all those. He took all my worries, all my stresses, and turned them around into a, such a beautiful situation. I was broken, now I'm together. Graduating from Adult and Teen Challenge of Texas is no easy feat. It requires making a year-long commitment to this life-changing discipleship program. Our students are faced with spiritual battles on a daily basis, and every encouragement makes a difference. We want to invite you to be a part of their success. We want to invite you to become a student sponsor. When you sponsor a student at Adult and Teen Challenge, you are partnering with an individual who is becoming a new creation. When you sign up, we will assign you to one of our students and send you a photo and profile of the student that you will be sponsoring. Every few months, you will receive an update about your student's progress so you can continue to pray for them and see that beyond your financial support, you are helping to change their life. You will have opportunities to meet and encourage your student at Adult and Teen Challenge events, and when your student completes the program, you will receive a personal invitation to attend and celebrate at their completion ceremony. Most of all, we urge you to write and encourage your student. Your letters will remind them that someone cares and that their community supports them. Your prayers will help move the obstacles in their path and help them stay committed on their journey towards freedom. Many students say that the letters and notes they received gave them the hope and encouragement they needed at just the right time. I got the card in the mail on a day where I was just ready to give up and it gave me all the encouragement I needed just to keep on going. Just to know that there's people out there praying for me gives me all the encouragement that I need to press on. The cost to provide housing, counseling, and other recovery services to a student in our program is over $1,400 each month. Most students can never afford to pay that out of pocket, so our ministry is supported by gifts from friends, families, churches, our vocational training programs, and the generous support of donors like you. For $35 a month, you can sponsor a student and your entire gift will help provide recovery services to your student. By committing just $35 a month, you can help to change the life and future of a Teen Challenge student. To become a student sponsor, simply fill out a sign-up form, visit us on the web at tctexas.org, or give us a call to start supporting a student at your local Adult and Teen Challenge campus today. Hello, uh, uh, my name is Brody Davis. Um, do you want to know what reality is? Reality is at the age of 10, having your parents get divorced, leaving you heartbroken with suicidal thoughts. Reality is, by the age of 14, running away from home to go live on the streets and sell drugs because too scared to face your abusive stepfather. Reality is, by the age of 17, them, them drugs doing nothing to you, uh, being used normal, so you have to use IV. And with the IV drug use comes a lot of, a lot of bad things. Reality is, knocking on your own mother's door and getting no response because you are completely unrecognizable. How do I know that that's reality? Because that was my reality. Hi, I'm Chase McGuire. What's reality? Reality is, at the age of five, sitting on a man's lap feeling strange. Reality is being molested at age 13 by your gymnastics coach. Reality is the innocence of a boy erased and grows up to use drugs to fuel sexual desires. Reality is growing up and not respecting yourself or your body. Reality is thinking you are worthless and hopeless that nobody, not even God, wants you. Reality is not caring about anybody else's needs or wants, except fueling your own life with drugs to be happy and numb the inner pain that you carry. How do I know that's reality? Because that was me. <clears throat> I'm Fernando Garcia. 
what is reality? Reality is systematically burning every bridge with every person that's ever loved you. Reality is repeated doctor's warnings, uh, warning that your kidneys and your liver are in the stages of shutting down. Um, reality is just debating how much longer you even want to live. Uh, how do I know that's reality? Because that was my reality. Now, we all have pretty dark realities, but these realities, they no longer define us. The truth is that I'm no longer a pawn for Satan, but a soldier for Christ. The truth is that now that I have been admitted into the program, my father, he is now off the streets and off of heroin and now a Christian. The truth is that now I'm able to stand in front of you guys and witness for Jesus. Thank you. The truth is, since coming to Teen Challenge, I've learned how to live with the power of Jesus and how began the process to respect myself and my temple. The truth is, God has been letting me know he hears and cares for me and answers my prayers. The truth is, I have began to develop trust with others and making stable friendships. The truth is, I now feel a sense of direction and purpose for my life. The truth is, I no longer feel the need to feel sexual desires to feel wanted or needed. The truth is, I am now wanting to care about others and their needs and wants in life. The truth is, I now know my worth as a man. Correction. I now know my worth as a godly man made in the image of God. Um, the truth is the gradual restoration between me and my family through Christ. The truth is not needing to worry about my uh, mental or physical health anymore. And the truth is the salvation of my soul and the peace and joy that come with that, which is why uh, one of my countless scriptures I stand on is 1 John 5, 4, which says, For all who have been born of God have overcome the world, and the victory that has overcome the world is our faith. So today I can say through Christ Jesus I am victorious. So... This is why this is my favorite way of supporting the ministry because it has a direct impact on the men's lives. Um, men come into the program and they come in with nothing. They burn every bridge that can possibly be burned. Um, I've seen family members come in and say, you know, I'm done with them. I'm through. I don't want nothing else to do with them. And I heard children say the same thing about their fathers. Um, and it's heartbreaking. But with the sponsorship, it, it shows the student that somebody believes in them. Somebody is praying for them. Uh, somebody is out there rooting for them. And I've seen students get ready to leave the program. They're on the verge of leaving. And all of a sudden, they get a letter from their sponsor or they get a care package, you know, basic things, toothpaste, soap, T-shirts, whatever that may be. But that turned their, their, their world upside down to know somebody out there who don't know me care enough about me. It reminds me of the uh, book of Acts, uh, second chapter, uh, where it talks about the believers there. Um, when they came to know the Holy Spirit, when they was baptized in the Holy Spirit, when they had a relationship with Jesus Christ, their life changed. They didn't see the world as they, as, as they normally see. They didn't see finances and any, anything, any other thing else, but they, their resources came from Christ Jesus. And they went and sold all they had, all they had, and 
laid it at the apostles' feet. They didn't distribute it out. They, they allowed the apostles to distribute it out to those who had nothing. And those who had nothing, when they got something, they gave it out to those who had nothing. That's when you know the Holy Spirit is at work in a believer's life. Um, it reminds me of this, this little Mexican couple who came alongside me when I was going through the program. The, these people had nothing. They, they're in their late 70s. Once uh, the, the, the wife was in her late 60s and her husband was in his late 70s, and they had nothing. The automobile they had, you really couldn't call them an automobile, but they made whatever they had part, part of me. It was mine also. And because they did that for me, that propelled me to go on and go to seminary school and go to Bible college. And today, I'm, right now, I'm an ordained pastor through the Church of, through the church of uh, God. I'm a licensed professional counselor. I'm a certified Christian counselor. Um, I've been with Team Challenge, as I told you before, for 13 years, pouring into the life of, of these men. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do anything else in the world because I have a testimony. And you're looking at people who took an interest in a guy who was, on, who, 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 who was locked up for 11 years of his life, who was on death row for three of those years, and who was in the hole for a year. You're looking at a man who used to sell drugs and gang bang, leader, you know, gang banging and all this other stuff, but somebody took interest in, that, in this little wretch, and they poured into me with prayer, prayer, and prayer, and they loved on me like they knew me forever, and that propelled me to go on through the program and do what I'm doing today. And I wouldn't change this for nothing in the world because I carried the sufferings of Christ in my body that I'm able to comfort those with the same comfort that God has given me. Now, I'm going to let Brody share with you what it means to him to be sponsored. Hello. Uh, I've been in the program for 13 months now, and it's been pretty tough. Uh, but what makes it easier is the sponsors because I have uh, one sponsor, and I'm literally on their fridge, and they told me that they're paying for me, praying for me every single day. Uh, I have this one sponsor who kept asking me if I needed anything, needed anything. I kept telling her no, no. And then uh, I, I did need something. I just wasn't telling her. So I finally told her I needed a Bible, and she got me my very first Bible. And, and it was just amazing, you know, so I could uh, understand the Bible a little bit more instead of uh, reading the KJV. And it's just been a big blessing in my life. Yeah, I, I remember when he got that Bible, man, he bragged about that Bible. It, and, and the Bible was called Every Man's Bible. And he was sitting in the back seat one day, was coming from an outreach, and he said, yeah, if you don't have this Bible, you ain't no man. You know? <laughs> he bragged about that Bible, man. He never would stop talking about that Bible. And he still got it today. Uh, so... If the Lord really puts on your heart to sponsor a student, all you have to do is uh, find me out, out here, fill out one of these forms, fill out one of these forms, give it back to me, and I will give you a call later in the week sometime, probably more likely to be tomorrow, or later in the week, you just give me a time to be the best time to call you. But um, it's only $35 a month. That's a little over a dollar a day. And it costs $1,400 a month for a student to be in the program, they just don't have it. They, they don't have it. But even if you say, I can't do that on my own, you can partner with a brother and sister here. And that's only $17, a little over $17 a month to, to have an impact on a person's life, to make a difference. 
Thank you all for having us here with you all today. I would like to call the pastor out and his wife. Uh, the guys, would you all come out? Um, we would like to present uh, the pastor and his wife with a cross and a plaque and the church. So this is the, you want to hold up on? So this is the plaque and the, 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 the cross that we are presenting. I hope if I put it the right way. <laughs> I'm sitting, I'm reading Jesus. Yeah, I got, wait, you guys can't read it. So, so this, this is for you all, and, and thank you so much for having us, man. It means the world to us. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me pray over you guys. God, I just thank you for the way that you are bringing victory into people's lives. God, maybe there's some people here today that, that they really needed to hear this message. They needed to be reminded that, that there's still hope. There, there's still a chance. God, whether they're watching online, whether they're, whether they're here right now, God, you are the one. That you are the one that changes. You transform lives because of what you've done for us. And I pray that today that there would be just an incredible discovery. Discovering that you are the one that, that can be trusted. God, thank you for ministries like Adult and Teen Challenge because these ministries are ministries that you're using to bring recovery restoration back to these lives. Thank you for each of these men and their stories that they've shared. Jesus, it's in your name we pray. Amen.